Welcome to Zoom Fest. This podcast begins now. This is Queer and Tunes, an episode by and for queer artists. Listen closely. These voices are changing the world. First up is Innerd Monologue. I made my mother cry at Thanksgiving. I guess I've never had the best table manners, but to be fair, nobody's good at parenting. I don't really remember how it got brought up, but I asked her what she'd do if I died tomorrow. Great, now I'm the bad guy. When I was in the first grade, I told a new kid, choking on those classic new kid tears that it'd all be over when she's dead. Great, I'm the bad guy, again. I was just trying to be a friend. Mother used to tell me I wasn't friendly. Now she just sees me home from college with armpit hair and calls me an ape. Yup, bad guy. But when I wasn't friendly, I didn't make friends. I didn't have anyone to talk to, decided not to talk to myself. But who else can I talk to in here? It's stupid that we don't make more use of this whole silent voices in our heads thing. I've started talking to myself regularly. Well, I should say, again. Because I actually started like a year ago, but then I stopped so I could avoid it. There is no avoid in here. I've gathered so far that I am friendly, that I'm no ape, and that I like to tell the new friends I've made through recently discovered friendliness not to worry, that I have the whole friend that dies from rare disease bit covered. What's up with that? No one ever seems to worry, except when they wonder if cancer is contagious. Yet they freak when I wonder why I'm here. What's up with that? How can they, and my mother, expect me not to think about dying when I'm locked in this laser-lined casket for an hour, told not to move, to barely breathe, while it scans my body for the deadly toxin I failed to defy twice already? I hear myself cry out for someone to please talk to me, simply tell me how much time I have left with no answer. How many bodies laid here to get up to be told they only had just some more moments to live? How did they just walk away? I want to bury this whole frickin' hospital with its neatly labeled stainless steel graveyard in the basement along with friendships and tears and Thanksgiving dinners. It'll all hopefully fit into the tiny spaceship coffins we squeeze sick humans into. It's hard not to be morbid. I've only got moments to live. Up next, the anatomy of a gay boy.
Oh my god. Oh my god. What did you see? I feel like I saw most of it. What are you here for? <laughs> Dance squad auditions? I just studying. Oh yeah? Yeah, a big biology test on Friday. Ugh, I heard that's going to be a killer. What about you? Huh? I don't usually see you in the library, especially not after hours. Uh, practice it cut out early. Why don't I help you study? Um unless you'd rather, you know, study by yourself. No. I get that. I, Everyone I, has their own system. So, what do we got? I've got some flashcards. I guess we could start with those. Sure thing. What's the test on? Biology. Well, duh. Anatomy. Human anatomy. Um, specifically of the reproductive system. Okay. Uh, let me just shuffle them a bit. All right, smarty pants. Ready? Yep. Okay. First one. Vagina. Well, that's pretty easy. Okay, it's part of the female reproductive system. Well, that's what they'll want me to say on the test, even though you don't have to be a woman to have one. The American school system is so antiquated, really, but that's just one of the many systemic issues plaguing our country at the moment, but you know that. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. The vagina is an internal muscle that sort of extends externally as well. It's functional, and it's also an area of pleasure. There's lots of other parts to it, but I guess those will come later. Um, so, yeah, that's the vagina. Pretty good, yeah. Okay, uh, next we have, um, you're gonna have to help me out with this one. Epididymis. Epid- one more time? Epididymis? Epididymis. Yeah. Can't wait to find out what that is. <laughs> oh, wow. The epididymis is located in the scrotum, and it's uh, a tube, I guess. It's basically where the sperm lives. Pretty spot on. Yeah, okay. Um, can you please tell me what a penis is? Uh, yes, the penis is male genitalia, you know what I mean, and it, uh expels urine and sperm and for the purposes of reproduction i guess it fills with blood so that it's erect and then it goes inside the vagina and it's full of nerve endings too so it feels good yeah that would be the penis i feel pretty confident with the flashcards so we can i'm sorry for kissing you at the party Oh, it's okay. Are you sure? Because it made me feel like you were uncomfortable, I guess. Yeah, like you didn't want to be there. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable now. I was just hoping we could talk. I just felt really yucky. All the way home, like I forced you to do something you, you didn't want to do. And I'm sorry if I like made you feel bad. Or scared? You... I guess I thought you wanted something else, and I was wrong. So I'm sorry that I did that. Um, thank you, I guess, for that, but I... I did want to kiss you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It just stopped feeling right, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, it does. 
Um, I'm sorry. I actually don't think I understand. What do you mean? Uh, um... I'm sorry, you don't have to explain. If it's too no, much no, or no. something, I, I respect that. It's just hard to find the words, so I guess... When we walked away, and we went behind the barn, and we started kissing against the wall, you had me against the wall, and your hand started to move closer to my waistband. I'm so sorry. No, I liked it. My shirt was in the way, and... I let you move it, and your fingers were on my skin then. Right above my belt, it tingled. I wanted you to take it off, but I got scared. Not of you. I'm sorry, I just ran away like a weirdo. I'm sorry if I made you feel like you did something wrong. You didn't. It's just not what I believe in. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Well, some people have a hard time with this kind of stuff. Especially in high school. Coming out isn't easy. I'm out, Zeke. Jesus. I brought in my collection of brat stalls for show and tell in the first grade. I practically did a dissertation on why they were superior to Barbies. I'm gay. Well, I mean, I figured. <laughs> what is it you don't believe in, then? Oh, okay. I just... You know when you have something to say, and it feels like your stomach is being twisted and tied up with a rubber band? It's hard to sit up straight. I wanted you to touch me. I wanted you to reach into my underwear and grab me, but it's hard for me to feel like having sex is right. Hmm. Is it because of the nuns? Um. I mean, their version of sex ed is pretty scary. You're not gonna go to hell. I know that. It isn't them. I don't think I believe in God. It's just me, I guess. My body wants it. If I were listening to my body, I'd be having sex every day of the week. I'd probably be having sex right now, in this library. Okay! <laughs> then, when I'm actually with someone face-to-face, -face, it doesn't feel the same. What does it feel like? Like, I can't have what I want. Um, like, I'm too afraid to be vulnerable, I guess. Because to me, sex isn't just sex. I wish I could be casual about the whole thing. I, I wish that I could casually be having casual sex. I, I feel like I'm missing out on the teenage experience, but sex seems precious. To me, two people are agreeing to give up their bodies for however long it takes, and I want to do that, but I guess I... I don't think just anyone deserves that, to really see me in that way. And I just don't think most people will handle it with care. At least, not the people who can't get through biology class without laughing every time the teacher says ejaculatory ducts. Yeah. So, that's that. You know, I've always found John the Baptist sort of sexy. What? You told me what feels like a secret, so I thought I'd reciprocate. Oh my god. I really appreciate a good beard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I actually, sometimes in middle school at Sunday Mass, I'd get a hard-on just from looking at his icon. Oh my god. Yeah, the priest would be giving his sermon, and I'd just be staring at that big old painting of John right behind him, until finally he'd have us kneel down against the pews for prayer, and I'd just be like, God? 
I'm sorry. I repent for finding John the Baptist sexy. Now, can you please make this boner go away before I have to receive communion? <laughs> I actually... I can't believe I'm telling you this. I sort of became obsessed. And my mom, she kept all sorts of icons in my bedroom right around when I started puberty. And I don't know why, but I feel like it had something to do with discouraging me from partaking in any unholy activity. But none of John the Baptist. So I actually asked her if she would order me one to add to my altar. <laughs> Did she ask why? <laughs> oh, yeah. I told her that we learned about him in Bible study and I thought he was really cool. She was so excited she paid for two-day shipping. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. I feel a little guilty about that part. She still has no idea what I use that for. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alright, speed round. Fertilization. Uh, when the successful sperm encounters an egg. Great job. Ovaries. The creators of the eggs. Sure are. Um, Zeke? What's up? Thank you for listening. Anytime. What's next? Let's see... Ejaculatory ducks. And now, closing our episode is... Weekend, Premium Edition, an original song.
like.